And from fucking Finland, I'd like to take the pleasure to say really, listen to this podcast more because you cannot listen enough. Fuck yeah! 666play! Yeah, remember still that that when you know Bruce told everyone that he's not going to continue in the band back in the nineties, it was Dave who was the one. You know, fuck it, oh, bollocks to him. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, fuck yeah. it. Why should we quit? Because Bruce wanted to quit. Mm. We don't. We, we can still continue as Iron Maiden. So again, he he's kind of the you know, mm. he wakes up when he has to. Yeah, you could bring Dave Murray home to meet your mum and dads, and they would love him. <laughs> no, they would. So yeah, much. of course. They would. I, I, I think they. My, I think my parents would be mildly curious while he's bringing middle aged <laughs> men home. But I'm thirty. <laughs> how, how old? How old is he now? Like, when, when do you? When are you not middle aged anymore? Because like, how old are they? Like sixty five. They're not. They're not elderly, yeah. but they're not middle aged now. Well, I mean, like. Um, <laughs> Well, I don't know because because I, I gather Senior. I gather that everything a thirty five and upwards is sort of I'm sort of technically uh, right, thirty five yeah. is a sort of lower middle age. Like so. speaking in terms of sports, they're more like veterans. Veterans, right? Yeah, yeah. Veterans. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think that I think there's like, there's some people that you feel like it, like in this world they're just like pure just sources of positive energy and just just. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and he's one of those. And the way he plays the solos with his mouth, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great, too. <laughs> that's awesome, too. So much, I mean, such a cool character. And I mean, you can really hear it in his playing, but I, th- I, I reckon you can hear every guy's character in, oh, it, in yeah, their playing yeah, in his band, yeah. actually. They, they, they all have a lot of character in what they do. Nico mm-hmm. on the drums, for sure. You know, we talked about that with Axel. How Nico is just having a fucking yeah. ball all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he's having so much fun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's having so much fun. He's not listening to the bass. He's like, <laughs> 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 you know. But when you when you look at uh, Dave when he's playing when he's playing live, he's yeah. clearly loving every second of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. He's very good on stage too. Very good on stage. Very confident. Have, Always have has guys, been. Really. Um, yeah. Even when even when he played all, all, all his notes were sour all his bands were sour in the beginning always super off pitch his bands but he still had the same you know uh, projected uh, or he had the same confidence so I think he's just not a very worried guy not the worrying have, have kind you guys, but he's owning have you the guys band. I mean I know you, um, you've probably heard like every second metal episode but I think I think it was one of the ones where Fergal was talking to Mick Wall and um, Mick Wall said like a Dave Murray he's gonna live until the age of 105 because He's the fucking happiest man in the world, you know, and he really is, you know, like he doesn't have a care in the world, like, from the outside, maybe he does, but like, he's just so laid back and, um, yeah, he's probably a really lovely bloke to just have a pint with and have a chat with, and I would love to do that if if the opportunity ever And I recall, I recall, I recall an interview with a pretty looking blonde journalist from Finland during the 90s oh, yeah. when they were doing and he was basically flirting with her all the time what Dave was during that interview yeah, <laughs> yeah Dave was yeah. Yeah. nice oh my son he's like a fucking god mate he's a as we say in Finland he's a real pelimias a player yeah yep yep yeah I think so yeah, too, actually. Yeah. Some, somehow, some way. So anyway, that that riff part is probably the best music bit for me on the album. Yeah, it's ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba
rhythmic pull as well. It's not only about the melody of the riff. And the melody afterwards even brings it up more. I would say there's there's a lot, a lot of times you get people when you have a band that's been around for a while and like, oh, you know, they 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 don't sound like they used to, they're not as good as they used to. They could they wouldn't be able like people take like an album like say Power Set, like, oh they would wouldn't never be able to make this today. They're not, they're not like I, I'd say that you take this song, they would not have been able to do this before when they were younger. This 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 sort of giving the song room to breathe and giving it space and just letting it sort of uh, be, have this sort of yeah. really cool hypnotic kind of dredge vibe. No, I, I don't I, think you're I, a 20 year old right now. I, I absolutely agree with, agree with that. Yeah, that's bang on, bang on. So the next part is a trick that I've found Harry's doing lately when, he, when he's writing epics and it's that he puts a little song in the song where he bases it off two parts that bounce off each other. So in, in that way they kind of um, the two parts rest on each other so they stay for quite a while and this is a very long part this is a three minute bit here that we're going to go into yeah. pretty much a song based on two parts also a very nice melody I think I, I really like this very serious it feels serious very serious to dance point as well, it's like a climax for a long time now. Yeah. Or a crescendo rather. Bruce, take air now. Some cool words here too. Gallant king, we bow the him. Love that lyric. Uh, nice stuff. Bitter, deep within. Part two, the B part. Reverent and joyed, intoxicated with the hell. The guitar mimicking the vocal on it, I feel like it actually complements it here rather than. Yeah, it works here, yeah. Put your blades! Yeah, I love that. Put your blades! The harmony. Yeah, that little multi layered vocal there, that's really good, yeah. These these are just so badass lyrics, just it's very. Oh, yeah, this is fucking. This is like a Ford Mustang in a leather jacket. Himself to earth and king. I, I, if, if I recall correctly, there's a bit of a double vocals on the last Death is but a gilded edge. Uh, gilded edge. From your cup of wisdom, true, many men will follow you. I love that one. And hear this bit here. Many men will follow you. This is like. I love this bit here. Very Steve. Yeah, this is so Steve. With the power he loved, we will burn the same again. My favorite part of the whole album coming up. Well, the, the whole meet me there. Destiny at hand. Yeah, it's kind of repeating itself, repeating itself. Da 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 da. Here we fucking go, lads. Meet me there. I love it. Oh, man. I love it so much. I love you, to quote Naked Gun. Our post. So this was the song within a song. This yeah. one. What do you guys think about the, the song within the song that we just? That is my I, I love that bit so much. Fire album. I will say I love that. Meet. Yeah. The meet me there part. Well, that the well that everything up until when when Bruce comes in again and that entire two minute section or whatever. That is my favorite. Yeah, that is so good. That's. Right. So it is for me. I mean, when we did this episode back in the days. Det här är ju någonstans. Det får vara kapella, ja, för jag vet inte vad det är för Min akord. bästa del i låten. 
In a tempest never shaken, edge of doom is not mistaken, countenance is not a sin. Gallant king, we vow the hymn, face as wolf with a leopard skin, dark and bitter, deep within, invaders punished with their life, vanquished in the morning, see a blood in light divine, a holy reverence enjoyed. Intoxicated with their hell, man immortal sickness dwell savage beast, troops engage, assemble here to butcher blades. Smoke has darkened in the air, smell of death and deep despair, wilderness a tyrant dream, sell your soul, not give them power, stay upon the imperial crown, witness now the witching hour, bound himself to Oten king, such loyalty a shameless thing, youth of agony still burn, shredded parents' blood. Jag tycker det är så okay. spännande. Ja, men det, och sen det, är det sista. Och, jag måste ta fasta på det sista där också. Mm, okay. Det okay. sista. Say we are ready to believe. Det där liksom är liksom believe. Mm. Man, där, oh, vad det är fint. Yep. Oh, vad det är fint. I sang this entire thing. I, I wanted to test. Because I have to ask you. I'm, I think this is the song... With the most amount of words that Maiden has ever done. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. It's, it, it's more words than Alexander. It's more words than uh, in one rhyme. or two and a half minute bit or whatever. Yeah, I get. No, know but the mean. entire yeah. song. I think the entire yeah, song maybe, actually maybe, has. Yeah, if yeah, if yeah. you would do a word count in 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 Word, Microsoft Word, and do a word count of Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, Alexander the Great, and the Parchment, I think this will win. I'm pretty sure about that. Ancient Mariner definitely. I reckon Ancient Mariner probably definitely has more, don't you think? It has more amount of words. Yeah, I reckon so. Sure? Yeah, maybe. I I've not counted. But this is there's no breaks here. It's basically like he's going yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the, there's all like the a, time is a it's like there's no breathing room. How did the fuck did it record this? A lot of words and cool words too. Have Bruce recorded this in in one sitting? Yeah, and he he had he had a broken leg at the time, and like he was probably like sat in the corner of the room, like reading off a lyric sheet and. Yeah, because yeah. there's basically no chance to sort of jump in anywhere if you do our yeah, recordings yeah, yeah. In, in the studio. Mm. And, and Everything is like so next. I mean, it's basically impossible to go, all right, let's cut there and let's go jump yeah. into dark and bitter deep within. It's kind of, you need to have that kind of yeah. stamina from gallant king, yeah. we bow to him, fiercest wolf with a leopard yeah. skin. And then dark and bitter deep within. It, it has to be sung in one chunk. And he, he's doing that thing, which I, I love mm. where he does, but like he, he's singing in the uh, middle to lower register. But like, there's that kind of like, um, not a nasal effect on his voice, but like you... When he goes like, Gallon King, we bow to him. Like, there's like a different, yeah, I mean, and then, like, the, the way cool. that he phrases it, like, I really love what he does there, you know. Yeah, yeah. and his voice is so open, exactly yeah, yeah, like yeah, you said yeah. during this, in, in this register. Mm. He's, he, he can fully, like, explore his yeah, voice. Yeah, 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 now yeah. you know that when he's really doing that, then yeah, it's kind yeah. of forced in a way but now with his age he can really kind of explore this yeah. register in a way that again going back to Frank Sinatra he can really utilize his voice just, to, um, just yeah. to deviate for a moment have you guys watched the uh, the recent footage of him on tour with their orchestra where, where he's doing like Tears of the Dragon yeah. and Jerusalem yeah. Yeah. he sounds yeah. fucking incredible on them he's really, really great yeah, yeah he's, he's an ace yeah he's incredible, an ace yeah and that's the, the best, again, looking at this, you know, why do we follow Maiden? Why do we do podcasts about Maiden? Because of the fact that this is not Metal Crew pod yeah, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Because he yeah. can't sing. Then we would try to, uh, in, in Sweden, Swedish, there is a saying called, uh, you can make up a pig, you know, put makeup right, on yeah, a pig yeah. and, and sort of to pretend. Oh, yeah. And that's what you do with Vince Neil. But with Bruce, <laughs> it's, 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 it's such a pride being a yeah, fan yeah, yeah. and sort of put Bruce on the podium is, uh, and yeah, really know that he's gonna deliver and he's gonna deliver better than yeah. most of the singers in the world singing in this genre. Yeah, like and, he's and, and totally yes. committed. Oh, I totally. Mean, like you, oh, well, I, I, I mean, I was on the Moonchild episode, but I didn't record my audio and I had to like 
um, re-record different bits. But I remember when we were recording an episode that there was a isolated vocal track of Bruce Lee Moonchild at the Birmingham NEC or whatever. And I said, like, you can't accuse him of, like, phoning it in because even when he's not into it, like, well, mentally, maybe he's not into it, but, like, physically, like, he'll go all the way. And like he will yeah. like he will do like the best performance that that he can do because he knows that he's playing in front of a crowd who have paid good money to see him. Granted, he didn't he didn't do it on the tour when before he left Maiden, but uh, you know that that was a little blip. But like before before that and after, like every show, like he'll like treat it as if um, it's it could be his last one. You know, like he really like gives all the effort all the time, and I really gotta commend the guy for that. You know. He's yeah. A, yeah, he's a magician. Very committed, a lot of commitment again. And yeah, uh, yeah. speaking of commitment, and speaking of what you all just said, this this song has nine verses. Yeah, wow, that's a, that's a fair bit. And can we make any sense of this stuff? And no uh, chorus. Uh, no chorus. No chorus. Right. There's a lot of stuff. Intoxicated with their hell. Yeah. Man, immortal sickness dwell. Savage beast, troops engage. So it's kind of a base. war. War. Yeah ancient war themes going on as well i guess in this one and witness now the witching hour bound himself to oath and king such loyalty a shameless thing yeah so this clearly a story told but i guess if this time window is 500 years maybe it's a quite overhauling story of just uh, some epic cool shit yeah <laughs> what do you guys think lyrically it's, it's hard lyrically, to find I've a specific story no or idea. meaning it. no idea about it uh, lyrically but what a fucking or great drinking song. from your cup of wisdom true. Yeah. That's an, another line mm. that's intriguing to me, but I, I have no clue what it could refer to. Probably some, some kind of crowning ritual or something. It could be. I mean, isn't there? I mean, there's sort of a. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like cups are sort of very commonly figured in. Uh, there's Christian, Christianity and rituals and all kinds of stuff. You drink wine and kind of, all kinds of shit. Drink um, from the chalice, that kind of thing. Talking tall and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. wine. Uh, wine. Wine. But a gilded edge. Is that the right lyric? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. What is this? <laughs> I, I know that we don't know, but what is this? Uh, guilt. I, I, I've heard the word guilted before. I can't remember the... Let me look up the definition of the word guilted. Uh, it says uh, covered thinly with gold leaf or gold paint. No, gilded. Sorry, I missed. I did the wrong thing. Uh, guilted meaning oh oh actually no it, it's guilted right with a with a t rather than a yeah not not a. gilded right okay guilted right okay i i can't find a definition for that tis ye old english uh the prodigal has returned give us our revenge the power he learned we will burn the same again betrayal of angels in a foreign land revenge for the merciful destiny at hand it's epic ancient battles and stuff, I guess. Yeah, basically, I can guess sort of the... Uh, well, uh, one more word here. Countenance. It's yeah, not a yeah, yeah. What's countenance? What's that? What's that? Countenance it's a lot of uh, words I don't know here. Um, countenance, right. And, and again, uh, countenance. I feel, like, I feel that? like that word may have came up in a Maiden song before. Countenance means a person's face or facial expression. Ah. Uh, right. It's not a scene, apparently. Okay. Are, are we using the Oxford Dictionary now, or is it just some kind of... A <laughs> my favorite line My favorite line has always, in the song has always been, fierce as wolf with a leopard skin. Yeah. I like that line. So, Double animal. So uh, that line about countenance, it means like if you've got, if you've got rest in bitch face, then don't worry about it, because, <laughs> because people get it, you know? <laughs> I used to, yeah. I used to, I used to say that when I worked, when I worked in service, and also sometimes at the pub, some girl, drunk girl, would ask, "Why do you look so angry?" So I got dressed in bitch face. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, go, going to the fierce as a wolf. What I found on that uh, Reddit thread was that fierce uh -huh. as a wolf with leopard skin, common the situation of mithrids, which are the mithrades, the, the whatever ah, things right. that were in war with Rome. So that's oh, okay, something right, that's, yeah, yeah. You are apparently as a mithrid, you are fierce as a wolf in leopard skin. Out of interest, did you did you find did you find a lot on Reddit? Because I I had a quick um Google earlier, and there was about like a uh, five different Reddit topics about the parchment. But so we, we probably one... we we probably like read the, the same 
Reddit articles, but I'm sure we did. I think it's like twelve posts or something. Right, but yeah, the one yeah, yeah. Okay. that that I relied on is is the one that's <laughs> rated as eleven. Oh, <laughs> These okay. go to well, eleven. There we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. These go to so, eleven. Yeah, I but at least 11. you know he. he what we can what we can take away in terms of lyrics as the the lyrics stops now is that he lost in the end this guy who yeah, was heading sort of, for the afterlife you know, meet me there yeah, yeah yeah so he didn't win but he even married his sister so he's kind of you know it's this kind of you know kill his that, that final line like heading for wife, the afterlife meet me there that reminds me of you know the whole like Valhalla thing like um you know how like you know, it's really like if you're part of the Viking tribe, then, you know, the only way to die properly is to die in battle. But I thought we yeah. were talking about like the Parthians who were like some kind of biblical, you know, pre-biblical post Jesus Christ, whatever group they are. Yeah. Um, so I, I really don't know anything about these people. Like I know that they were like a tribe between between like a 500 year window. So. Maybe they thought that yeah. to die in battle was like the ultimate um, send off. I've got no idea. And, accor- really. no and idea. according yeah. and according to the the Reddit post, they had a beef with the Romans. Right. Okay. I think a lot of people did though, right? The mm-hmm. Romans were they were well, troublemakers. Yeah, yeah. They had beefs with everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. Jesus. Jesus also t- took umbrage with the Romans. <laughs> famously, famously, <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, we can. But it's a lot of words, and it's a lot of. It's beautiful to sing, and it's beautiful to. It is. But, but don't yeah, 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 go yeah. too deep into it because yeah. it's. And I mean, for you, Dan, as a as a native English speaker. Yeah. How do you? Is it like reading, you know, the the paper? <laughs> no, not really, not really, because I remember when the album came out, I had the lyric booklet in my hand, and I would listen to the song like repeat after repeat, and I was like, I'm never going to memorize these, like I. Like no. for me, like I, I don't even I read the lyrics, but I don't really like, um, I don't absorb them at all. Like I, I just know I know what the words are, but I'm not I don't know what they mean. Like mm. um, so when I put it on on my um, phone or like or on the speaker at home, like I know what the lyrics are, but I don't really until today actually I never really like looked at them and tried to like, analyze them in any de- any any detail. Like I could, I could like sing the, the whole song to you. But then, like, if you said to me after, like, uh, "Well, what are they about?" I'd be like, "I don't know. I don't, I don't know. What, what am I meant to tell you? I've got no idea." You know, but yeah. <laughs> and it's a complicated was, song in that sense. I mean, it's difficult to to grasp. Most of Maiden songs are, you know, quite yeah, easy to comprehend yeah, in a yeah. way. But but or they're getting more difficult by the year. I would say. Oh, yeah, I mean, back are. in the days, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rathchild. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rathchild. Rathchild. My mother was a queen. My dad had never seen. Yeah, yeah. I was never meant what, what, to what, be. What, what, what could that mean? What could that mean? I don't know. Uh, or like, yeah. or like we already mentioned to Tame Atlanta, which is basically just the movie Dune in song format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I prefer the song to the movie. I'll say that. Have you read the book? The book is really good. I read the book many that was many years ago in the Galaxy Far Far. No, I did read the book a long yeah, time ago. I've, I've only uh, read I, part I, one, I, but I need to I need to read part two before um, the, the new film comes out. But, yeah, I was I was hoping to learn um, more about the lyrics today, but I can't blame you guys for n- not having a complete uh, like um, yeah boil down of this. I think <laughs> the best boil down of the episode was Joel's idea that um, he actually went to the dusty part of the library. Yeah. Picked up uh, um, some good reading about ancient battles. Yeah, that works. That does work. No, I think we need to ask Steve himself if you ever get him on the show. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Well, we can try, I guess. Someone is going to meet him once, you know. Do you know, I've actually met him very You've met him a few times. I might might ask him when I'm running on the stage if they're not playing this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the song about? <laughs> what the fuck is Parchment about? <laughs> what book? <laughs> <laughs> what book? This is the kind of thing when you do not question Steve. You just trust what he writes. Yeah. It's like a great speech writer for a president in the US. And you just read and you don't understand it, but you think it's sophisticated and it's like, yeah. He's a better man than I am. Yeah, that's kind of what you take away from from like, this one. Have you, uh, have yeah. you guys have watched that? Um, you know, you know the uh, Steven Spielberg film about Abraham Lincoln with um, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Yes, I have. That, that, terrible that, 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 that fucking end, 
film. No, no, it's, it's an okay film, but like at the end, like he he does like I liked a, it. He does like a four-minute speech at the end of the film, and I've got no idea what he's talking about. But I'm like, "Yep, that's Daniel Day Lewis as Abraham Lincoln." Like, I, I would follow that man to the end of the world. I've got no idea what he's saying. But yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. No, but that's the thing. That's the thing. But I yeah. think it's boring as shit, and it even yeah. won an Oscar for best picture back in the days. Uh, but yeah. still. Yeah, you trust what he says, yeah, but you yeah, don't yeah, understand yeah. it. There's a, there's a, I if, think that's the main part there. It's like, if, fuck, uh, give this, was, give this was, man a medal. <laughs> exactly. Like he's saying, he's saying things that sound smart. I'm yeah, sure yeah, it's, yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. If you also, if you in, in, in sort of if you if you enjoy uh, or didn't enjoy that movie, then I, if you, but you still sort of like, I, you know, I I really want to see a movie about Abraham Lincoln, but. It's, Preferably something with more vampires in it. Uh, I can recommend uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. They both actually came out the same year, didn't they? They both came out in 2012. Yeah. Finally, Nico gets to play his... I wrote in my notes that this is the typical rhythm for the fast part, but the tempo is elderly. It's an elderly version oh, of a fast maiden part. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like in Hallowed or something, you know, but it's much slower. Yeah, yeah. But it fits this so well. It shouldn't be fast. Yeah, yeah. Another solo. Yannick again. He ends this with a very classic typical lick. So Janet, that's like the Blaze Bailey days. He, he does all his classics. And this one. He tries to fit as many notes as possible into a solo. Yeah. Adrian. Adrian. Adrian again. This is a really good Adrian solo. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of the one in the Book of Souls a little bit, like the um, outro one before the, before the intro comes in. It does, yeah. certainly. Yeah. final melody this is so funny they're all playing unison three guitars and the bass no one is playing anything of their own everyone is playing the exact same notes yeah <laughs> it's funny it's good though yeah really good yeah, yeah it works it's like a like a garage band so simple yeah like a garage band yeah yeah they're all playing the exact same for a while too Everyone is in order. And, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the beginning. Yeah. Welcome back to Steve Harris's world. Yeah, he, he has a habit of doing that nowadays. This is he? where it all begins and it all ends. Yeah. The same way. That's, I love it. It's like a book. The end. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We close for you the book of Thel. Yes, yeah. he, he, and he's a magician at that. I really can't. It's like Halloween can maybe do that on the epics, but they don't do it well. They do it in a German shitty way. <laughs> 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 but you kind of like Halloween, right? No, you know, you like Finnish power metal. That's right. Yeah, I love Finnish. I don't. I cannot stand German power metal. It's uh, mm. it's generic. Many of our listeners love it's it. Like so I, 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 tell I, me, I really tell me the difference between Finnish and German power metal. Well, Germany and Finland, two different countries, and the. <laughs> I know, I know yeah. they're two different countries, but otherwise, like, yeah. how, are they, how are they different from each it other? It has no soul in Germany. Okay. Whoa, right. strong claim. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't like either actually. But I, I don't talk much about that on the show because I know so many fans. There's so many Halloween fans. So I don't want to shit on their parade. But I, I, I don't get that band. Uh, no. But also, I don't get Sonata Arctica either. So. The final bit in Parchment, we should, uh, I guess we should give our lowdown on that too. Uh, it's, a, it's an outro there. It's like, at that point, uh, like I said, time is not really of the essence in the song. And it's kind of just happening, I guess. Uh, I'm not looking at the time, really, when I'm listening to it. And uh, it's kind of, it kind of takes it with you, I guess. Uh, 
uh, very made and very Harris. Uh, I don't have a hell lot to say. Yeah, that, that, that's the only thing that kind of I love this song, but I don't love when it goes fast. That I, I almost mm. I, I end the song after meet me there, and then I right because it's it's forced. It's forced upon the song to make it fast. It's kind of to satisfy. The unbelievers of the Maiden <laughs> fans that, 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 you know, these guys that say, Maiden made their last record in 1988. I'm not sure that I agree with that because I feel like that meet me there, like that's like, that feels like a climax. And then to go there to the tempo that you had before, like imagine if it went back to the main riff after like, that would feel totally out of place to me. But like the, the riff that comes after and like the solos, which come after, like they feel like a natural like progression for me. Like, although they perhaps might go on for a bit too long, like it, I don't feel like they're doing that for the sake of it. I feel like that, like the song, like it warrants that faster tempo by that point, because you, not that you, not that you get impatient waiting for it, but um, I feel like it's a natural. Yeah, I know a, natural step a, a similar thing, a similar thing to that one. Then is uh, Seventh Son. If Seventh Son would go back to here, those yeah, stand, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, after it wouldn't work. It has to go just fast and then yeah, yeah, be done. Yeah. So, so maybe yeah. maybe that that climatic effect. Maybe that's why. Uh, but also, I think Ewell has a point as well that it could be something put there because you know we're maiden. But I think it's done well, so it doesn't bother me at all, really. Mm. The, like, like we say at work, let's agree to disagree. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I just think that you know, again, and, and and like we said in in our last sort of reunion podcast with with my podcast, it's the fact that. Stratego is the compulsory song on the album that sort of proves that Maiden is still Maiden. And and that <laughs> yeah, bit as yeah, well in this song yeah. is kind of, you know, it has to go out to that sort of floating, fast-paced. But I don't like it. I, I think in, in comparison to Nomad, my favorite song, that's why Nomad is still my favorite song. If they would have kept yeah. the tempo, then this might, and I tell you this, Rarely, this might have been the best song of Maiden ever if they would have kept the tempo low. Okay, so how yeah. would you arrange it if you if you got the if you got the gig? Well, how would you arrange it? Like uh, Harris comes to you and he's like, oh, "I was wrong. I shouldn't go fast here. What should I do?" You I would, would go back to the melodies that that do 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 back to them again. Okay, cool. That's yeah, and yeah, then yeah, I would end that. To be yeah. fair, that melody would probably work. That's a pretty good idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, that because that kind yeah. of the chorus, right? Uh, on, I think the chorus of the song. There ain't no chorus in the lyrics, but for me, it's. Bada beam, bada boom, bada boom. Yeah, and it po possibly even end with a riff or, or with a you know one of those sort of first Bruce Dickinson verses. Even I, I, yeah. I don't sit with Steve oh, and yeah. often. Yeah, I and, think and do. that could be good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I don't fair. bounce ideas with Steve that often. So, but I would sort of bounce <laughs> that idea. <laughs> you get the second best bounce with us. I think that's a good alternative idea. Like when at first when you said like a bit. Um, I mean, I was—I wasn't like incredulous, but I was like, "Well, you know, what? Where else would you go like from that song after that?" But like hearing your suggestion there, like I feel like actually, like that might—that might have been quite a good alternative. Um, but I suppose we'll never know until. I mean, do you know how to play the song on, on guitar? Like you could probably do like an alternative version on YouTube, couldn't you? And then like you know, play it back to us, and I'll probably—I'll probably change my mind. And yeah, like I will answer, force Jonathan to do it. I don't know <laughs> right, how to yeah, play yeah, it. Yeah. I can make a version for you. You can drum on it. Yeah. Put the drums on it. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a, this is a cool track. It's a, one of the track, maybe man. one of the, the probably one of the stronger on the album for me as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not my favorite of um, probably not my top three top three on this record, but uh, I, I like it. And I guess what it is about the song is that uh, it's kind of. Uh, <laughs> For me, it's uh, it's entertaining, but it's not primarily an entertaining song. That's the only thing I can say negative about it, yeah. which is not necessarily negative either. But it's not like it's not very hooky or anything. It's for me, it's kind of just it builds with these big blocks. It's a lot of Steve. It's a lot of Iron Maiden. It's very good, yeah. but uh, for me, it may be hard for it to become a standout uh, in some way. Uh, what about Eric? Well, I mean. 
It's one definitely one of those growers. I mean, I when I sort of it is it is now it, def, it is among my it might be my favorite off the album. I, it sort of depends. It's, it's it's between this and maybe one other one. Um, I uh, I think this is a very special song. I think it does something. I don't. This is something a I can't really like I said before. I don't know. There's any other song where they really ha- that has this vibe. Really, the sort of uh, slow kind of dredge thing, which I think is really cool. I think. Um, I think that if they'd done what I thought they were going to do when I saw the time length, I thought it was going to be a typical sort of latter day Steve Harris kind of epic. But this is not what this is. This is completely, completely different. I'm, um, uh, yeah, I really, I really like it. It's it, it's grown on me even, um, even more since I. Uh, it's sort sort of been my favorite, one of my favorites for a while, but it still it continues to grow. And uh, I like it. Like for instance, now I, I'm what I'm going to do as soon as we ring off here. I'm probably going to listen to it again. Oh, cool. How does it rank up, uh, like compared to Hell on Earth? On this, it's one of those. It's, it, it's for me. It's either one of those two. Those are my favorites. Right. Yeah. Well, I think they're common choices. I think, it's a, I, say, I think obviously this is going on the list. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we can't avoid that happening, <laughs> no matter because uh, you know, as, as you know, that's how the list works. It's going to go on the list. You, go, you guys have to be over fifty by now, right? Yeah, just about, just about. Right, okay. Well, this was this this was sixty actually. Oh, okay, sixty. Right, yeah. Okay. Gonna have to uh, trim and, the fat a bit and before you um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heading into P and R and S now, yeah, so it's yeah. gonna be a it's yeah, gonna be crowded. Some good ones, good ones coming up, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Up to a hundred, maybe. Mm. Should we do so, a little bit of the recent rotation? Let us do this, and let us start with our guests then. So, uh, how about you? Will how about you go first? Under rotation. Yes. Last time it was that Finnish series that was a bit like Brun, I remember. It was indeed, and today I'm gonna actually, you know, to to dance honor, I'm gonna promote a Australian band that released oh, okay. a, and it, it, they're from Melbourne. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. They called Eye of the Enemy, and uh, back in 2014 they released probably the world's best melodic death metal record ever made by man called the vengeance paradox <laughs> they made a released an album afterwards which was not as good but the vengeance paradox is like an in really small band they have like you know zero followers or anything i just stumbled upon them and but the album is so bloody great it's it's just it, it's like a fist in your face, one after another. So, so do look up the Vengeance Paradox by Eye of the Enemy. It's it's an ugly, you know, logotype and everything, but the music is so fulfilling. Any particular tune that I should put in? Uh, you should open with. Uh, well, let me tell you, the they have great songs, but the the calm. It's one song. It's like a, uh, I think it's a, 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 a basically a concept album. But the march is also great. But the entire album, that's the thing. It's so evenly. It's it, it, in 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 comparison to Maiden. It's just there's not a shitty song on that album. Everything is great. And if you really want to explore kind of the the uh, yeah, I think the calm is the one. Yeah. No, it's not. It's the panic. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with the uh, <laughs> fucking hell. I'm not uh, the shift. The shift. Now the shift. The shift. Forget everything so I said. Call, not the panic, but the shift. The shift. Amazing album from a small, small, small Australian Melbourne-based band. 
And I really do hope that you actually start listening to it, if you like melodic death metal. Hey, can I say one more thing about the parchment before I move on to rotation? Of course you can. Right, of course you can. Well, yes. I mean, you guys might have read the Bruce Dickinson interview where he refers to Maiden fans as being like plywood because you can apply a new layer each year and the foundation yeah. becomes stronger and then you've got like stronger plywood. And I feel like the parchment is like plywood like you, because you can add like layer upon layer and it makes the, the song become stronger. So my nickname for the parchment becomes the plywood. The plywood. And I don't know if you guys would agree with that, but uh, I'm on. I'm on for that. I would definitely. I would. And um, in terms of what I've been been listening to lately, uh, all sorts really. Um, don't know if you guys know the band uh, Supergrass. Like they were a oh yeah definitely. huge like nineties band and like uh they've got. I mean, you probably know the song like "We Are Young, We Are Green, but it's alright." Like uh, they they had a few like big uh, hits in the nineties, but yeah, the, the singer guy called um uh, Gaz Coombs. Like he he's done a few uh, solo albums, and I've I've had Gaz a, Coombs. Yeah, Gaz Coombs. I'll have to link it to you after. But like he, he's done a few uh, solo albums. Like I've heard um, a couple of songs on um, Absolute Radio, and I checked out an album called uh, Turn the Car Around, which came out in um, February of this year or January. But like it's a really really great album. Like it's very very lo-fi, quite um, alternative rock. Um, yeah, some really really great stuff on there. Um, also, the the new uh, Depeche Mode album came out on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Memento Mori, which means um, "Remember you will die" in Latin. Remember you will which die. Which is a very classic, cl- classic saying. Yeah, well, well, it is, and and also like, last year, their um their keyboardist um Andy Fletcher unfortunately passed away. So That's um, right. it's the, the the first album between uh, Martin Gore and Dave Garn. Um, you know, normally they're a trio, but you know, of course, Fletch died last year. But um, but but it's a really good album actually. There, there's some great traps on that. Um, so I've had that on lately, and also um, a bit of a it might be a bit controversial, but I've had um some uh, Lana Del Rey on lately because I I really oh I, I'm yeah, a great, I'm a huge fan of her. I will say I'm a huge fan of her, and and she had a new album come out on come out on Friday called um. Uh, did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard, and, and like it's a typical like um you never quite know what you get with her like because a lot of it is kind of like trip hop, but then like you get like some proper like piano ballads and um like everything is like completely nothing is on the table with her like you you hear an album and like there's it could be like five different genres on one album like it, it's brilliant you know I'm a huge fan of her oh. and um. Well, yeah, Eric knows what I'm talking about, but like, I'm yeah, huge fan of her. So lately, it's been Gaz Coombs, uh, Depeche Mode, and Lana Del Rey. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Mosaic ceilings, painted tiles on the wall. I can't help but feel someone like my body, my my soul handmade beauty sealed up by two man-made walls and I'm like when's it gonna be my turn when's it gonna be my turn title track is really really good but like like i said like the album only came out on friday uh so i haven't really digested all of it yet like i've, I've just like had it playing in the background and i haven't really taken note of like each and every song at the minute but I've, i'm enjoying having it on and so i listened to uh, venice bitch back in the oh day. venice bitch yeah that's a great yeah. song man Love so, that. so yeah. i've also listened but she's huge so at some point at least you yeah will yeah 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 probably yeah. hear hear something and or have an attempt at it i never listened deeply though yeah, but uh, yeah. it's good stuff and uh, I know you don't always confine it to um, music. So in terms of TV, I've been watching a lot of BoJack Horseman lately, which I know that you're a big oh, fan yeah. of. And, uh, I'm a big fan, yeah. Love yeah. it. It's really good. It. Yeah, I'm up to uh, season four now. And um, yeah, man, like uh, I, I, I was watching season one and like, um, you know, for the first like five episodes, I felt like, 
Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't take off immediately. It's not one of those. No, it's like a huge. It's quite slow in the beginning. Yeah, there's like a huge like 180 like in terms of like um tone. Then it became like really darkly funny after that, and um, and now I'm like totally on board with it. Like even though it ended a few years ago, like I don't know anything that happens. Uh, but but it's a really really funny show, and you know I know that you guys have watched it, and that um, for anyone who hasn't checked it out before, then I would recommend it. It's, it's very very funny. Yeah. It is very very good. It's very yeah. very good, and it gets it gets to levels that are like even if you if you're not if it's not about comedy, if it's not about uh, a, a cartoon or whatever you want to call it, you know, an animated the comedy series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 more serious than many dramas. Definitely, yeah, you know? yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, when it comes to it, and and you you got stuff coming ahead of you that I'm not going to spoil. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no, it's heading yeah, no. in that direction. That's for sure. Yeah. There's an episode in season five that to me is uh, probably like one of those ingenious 25 minutes in television history. Mr. Peanut Butter orders like any kind of sign for like a celebration. So like it's, it's supposed to say in the, in the, in the story, he, he gets in the very early on, he gets engaged with someone. I think if that's correct. And it says, it's supposed to say, uh, congratulations, Diana, Mr. Peanut Butter. And then under, under it says, Mr. Peanut Butter is one word. It says that on the actual sign, whereas the sign company didn't understand that was not supposed to be part of the sign. <laughs> Like, like the same thing as you get these birthday cakes. Yeah. Uh, I've seen like where, where it's like a, on, the, on the birthday cake is a picture of a USB drive because yeah, yeah. they, they thought that they wanted to send a picture on the USB drive. That's nice. I want one of those. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, now when your birthday, I will. Yeah. For my listening, it's been, uh, I had this longer, elongated period of uh, listening to simple music that I've presented on the show, like uh, some simple death metal, some punk stuff and um, stoner stuff, 90s stuff as well. So now it's shifted over to Prague again. So it's a lot of Prague stuff now. Marillion Fugazi. That record is insane. And they're so ugly, the Marillion records. The sleeves are hopelessly ugly, so it's really hard to buy them. But when, if you do, there's so much good music on there. So that's one. I went back to Porcupine Tree. Oh, nice. Which album? The Light Bob Sun, it must have been. Oh, yeah. That was uh, their, um, well, pop album, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a few of them since way back. But I listened to actually to Feckin' Metal with your band on uh, Armstrong Gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Um, and you were yeah. talking about this uh, uh, evacuate planet Earth before it's recycled. Yeah, Heaven's Gate. Yeah, yeah. Heaven's Gate. Yeah. I heard that, and when I heard you talking about it, I uh, immediately went to Light Bob Sun yeah. because of that tune. Yeah, yeah. That's based on the same. Uh, it's basically this preacher that promises, uh, you know. A ride to Kingdom Come to Salvation. Yeah. Let me say that our mission here at this time is about to come to a close in the next few days. We came from distant space and even what some might call somewhat of another dimension. And we're about to return from whence we came. 
uh, kind of don't drink the Kool-Aid type thing. And you said that can only happen in America, but actually it happened in the north of Sweden where my Swedish family is from. Oh, did it really? There was this UFO cult. It's all over the place, not only in America actually. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't I didn't realize. No, 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 don't apologize to me. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it makes sense that it's a very American, American thing. I just wanted to say that we have our own here in Sweden. Put in a bit of Heaven's Gate by Armstrong Gunn here as well, the new EP and all, right? I'm very late to this party, but I just like yesterday finally like I'll give those Night Demon guys a chance. And I listened to Night Demon and instantly fell in love with Night Demon. By the way, it was Paul Eric that uh, mentioned them on the show last time he was on. Very good. Well, it's uh, I love them. They're they're yeah they're uh, yeah I I uh, I uh, was listening to them all day yesterday and this morning I ordered, ordered the uh, latest the latest album because uh, I wanted to have I want to. It's also some really badass artwork yeah, on the album, so nice. I really like that. Fergal, Fergal's um, interviewing him for the next um, fucking metal. Oh, wow. He interviewed him before as well, in person, in Ireland. I don't remember why he was, probably was touring. Okay, anyway, doesn't matter. Eric, continue with your rotation. Yeah, it's, uh, but that, I, I'm, I'm really excited. It's always fun, because now I, I haven't even started diving into the rest of the discography, but they, they have some, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, it's very fun discovering yeah. Um And then it's sort of been uh, uh, one of my favorite bands, a Scottish uh, indie rock band called Fright, Frightened Rabbit. Uh, did a 10 year anniversary of a uh, edition of their album pedestrian verse. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a great album. It's the first one I heard from them. Uh, so I've been listening to that quite a bit. Cause there's, there's like six or seven uh, bonus tracks on it that are actually proper. I mean, they're, they it's good. It, it's a lot of times you get these sort of bonus editions or these special editions and it's stuff that you wouldn't, you didn't really want anyways, cause it's not on the album for a reason, but this is stuff that's really good. Um, so you can put anything from there, really. I mean, you, um, I might have before as well. I'm not sure, but yeah. it's, if it was, it was a long time ago, so they could have a second run of, of the newer ones on the album. You could put one. There's a song called "Default Blues." That's pretty good. Um, or I just like anything. that title. Pick, pick, <laughs> "Default Blues." That's a great fucking title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so they're Default great. They're, they're, blues. Um, that's yeah. one song on every Deep Purple record. Should be named that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Deep Purple, by the way, but they have a default blues on every record. Yeah. So pick the keys. Room, wipe a smile from your face Sing the default blues and go What are you running from my heart? Did we find out anything about the parchment? This was a tough one to do. It was hard, not tough because it was a bad song or not tough because it was a, a, a bad panel but it was kind of tough to... I don't think we clarified much about this song. We liked it. Yeah, we, we, we found out that we all liked it which um, and we made friends along the way which... Uh, is that the most important thing? <laughs> it is indeed. We love it. We really sort yeah. of, uh, we really wish to see this one live. Well, you might do, mate. You might do. You, are they playing in, do, do you live in, so hang on, like, you, are you, do you live in Finland currently or do you live in Sweden? You live here. No, I live in Stockholm. But, but you will see okay, right. big headlines, possibly even in the BBC on June something. Fan walks onto stage, smashes Steve in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep an eye out, mate. I'll keep an eye out. Which book, mate? Yeah. Which book? <laughs> Politely asks Steve after. <laughs> you give him a bit of ice. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bring ice as well. Ice baby? In the hallway, getting ice. And plasters and stuff. I'll, I'll be nice. That's, that's good. You got a ticket yeah. for Finland, right? Uh, even though you're living here in Stockholm since quite long because ago, right? we all know that Finland is the heavy metal capital of the world or not just the heavy metal Finland. country yeah, of the world it is. Ah, it is the most metal country yeah. in the world actually I've been out to Finland four times yeah like lovely country yeah Love right it. you yeah. told me it's cool it's so cool. good yeah let me know next time it's a long flight from Brisbane but I'll take good care it of won't you. Be, it won't be for a while, yeah. mate, but I'll, I'll be sure to uh, give you a, a message. I will do. Fantastic. Yeah. 
let's do it like this. Uh, Joel finishes it off. Uh, so Eric first, then me, then Dan, then Joel. Alright, so what is everyone? I mean, I, we're I'm just saying stuff. Too. We're just saying stuff. Whatever we want to say. Fair enough. Alright. So, from all of us to all of you, up the irons. Obviously, squad from the north. This is meant to be me now. Uh, knowing me, knowing you. Aha! <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Maiden A to Z, innit? Maiden A to Z, innit? And from fucking Finland, I'd like to take the pleasure to say, really, listen to this podcast more because you cannot listen enough. Fuck yeah! <laughs> there we go. That's that's the rub. There we that's go. That's the, the thing called Rally England. Rally England. Rally English. Because all the rally drivers are from Finland and they can't speak English. Home to Dublin. Home to Dublin. And uh, so, a British liner playing the night before. Infamously, is quite easy. He usually hangs yeah, out afterwards in those yeah, games. Yeah. So, if I do that and go there, I do meet him. I'll try to remember to ask this. I probably won't, just for the fact that I'll be. If, if that doesn't happen, I'll probably forget to, how to speak English. I met him very, very briefly, and it was back in 2015. It was at a tiny venue in Islington in London. And I queued up really, really early, and then I spent like four other people in the queue. And I got fed up with waiting, so I went for a walk, and I walked around the corner, and he walked in to do the sound check. And like he'd like obviously oh. come from like the hotel, like opposite the venue, and like he was walking, like he he was like had his head down, hand in his pockets. And I went, "You're right, Steve." And I'm like, "You're right, mate." Then he carried on walking, <laughs> and then he went to the venue. So <laughs> that was it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know what was funny? Like, for me, like, that was half a second out of my life, and I will always remember that. But for him, he's like, who's that fucking cunt? You know, like, <laughs> who's, <that> my, <laughs> who's trying to, like, fucking say hello to me, you know? Like, <laughs> just um, a bit off topic, guys, but I've, like I said, I've done a bit of a clear out earlier today, and um, I found this uh, book. I don't know if you guys own it, do you? It's like the uh, the Ross Halfin, um photography book you will ask it and there's, um, no I don't I only have the, the one oh, from Flight 666 I can't remember ah, like, there's some book. really really great pictures in here so I mean like the, the audience won't be able to see it but there's Bruce back in the um, whatever tour that was and then Steve mm. and like uh, some really really great photos in here really really cool the, the one you held up now when he's sitting with his uh, red uh, spandex yeah yeah yeah. I posted that on Instagram saying 48 bar instrumental break. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually looking at the uh, in the fat version of the Oh nice. I've Death got that. Actually. DVD. Yeah, I've got the DVD. That's a fat that. version. Yeah, yeah. The big one. Yeah. Wow. It even holds like two versions of the concert, one with the 5.1 and one with the normal stereo sound. Right, yeah, yeah. We're really sticking to the topic here, <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's finish the song okay. up then. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise we start talking about the editing job on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a whole different ball game. We don't want to talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> no. So, so nine fifty, guys. Let's, let's, just, let's just start it up and ride it to the end then. Yes. Right. Because this is the end. This is the end. I don't I to say in it The killer awoke before dawn He put his boots on He took a face from the ancient gallery and he walked on down the hall He walked on down the hall And he came to a door And he looked inside Father, yes son, I want to kill you
Mother 